Good morning, Angela E. Good morning, DJ MB. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Thursday. Now you guys can tell Charlemagne is not here because his uh, mic sounds a little crazy. Well, how my mic sound? Hold on. What about now? How it sound now? Sounds a little high. Now? I am here. Don't lie to the people. I'm sitting right by you. Listen, am I the only Negro? On the planet that hasn't tried the Popeye's chicken sandwich yet? No, I'm the I'm the other uh, only Negro that yeah, hasn't tried it. You're that. Dominican. You're Dominican. I'm the ne- Dominican. I'm, no, I'm Negro. Okay. So you haven't tried it either? No, I haven't tried it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't think I'm interested no more. Yes, you are. You've been talking about nah, it for days. Because that's just because I'm a, 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 a trans fat ass. So being that I'm a trans fat ass, I, I you know I, I like I'm a, I like to eat stuff, but it's like you know I don't um I don't think I want it no more because it seems like everybody overhyping it. It can't be that good. It can't be as well, good as y'all out there making it seem. there's only one way to find out. And I, I'm Gotta good. try it. I'm good. When I, when I see everybody on social media doing something, I don't want to do it. I think I tried it's once, like, right? It's like a challenge now. Well, it's like you, the Popeye's chicken of a, sandwich. Try a piece of it. Uh, nah, you got to take a full bite. And, and I saw uh, pictures of it. That thing looked like it's loaded with so much GMO and hormones and steroids and all kind of other stuff. Ain't no goddamn chicken that big. Now don't act like you ain't biting nothing before with GMO and hormones before. Hey, hey. Didn't we just have Dr. Sevy's children and children up <laughs> yeah, there? Yeah, I was going to say. Can I change my lifestyle? Okay. Jesus Christ. All right. I'm just saying. You had it before. Just try one. This is one last time. Your, your last hurrah. That's right. The way, the way that sandwich set up, it looked like it will be your one last time after you eat it. Have a heart attack immediately. My Cholesterol goodness. levels shoot through the roof. Yeah, maybe. I ain't tried yet, though. I was going to try it over the weekend. I know. I'm just hating because I ain't had it yet. I don't know if I'm going to try it. No, I don't know either. That's I'm not really like, me. but I'm I'm not also not fascinated by the idea of it. Like, I don't really eat at Chick Fil A or Popeyes or any of those places. Yeah, you never been yeah, to Disney World. You ain't see uh, Lion <laughs> King. So yeah, I get it. And that's the other thing too. I know Chick Fil A supports Trump, and they don't like gay people. But let's not act like that number one with cheese and pickles um, hasn't been holding us down for years. Before we knew what their politics was. And the way y'all just dismissing that Chick-fil-A sandwich for this Popeye's sandwich is damn near disrespectful. No, we got to try it. Who owns Popeye's anyway? Do we know? No. He could be He could be supporting Trump, too. Right. We don't know. Not he right. could not like gay people, too. But I doubt it. Not with all that meat on that sandwich. As much as black people love chicken, right? How come we don't own one chicken spot? Like, we don't own Popeye's, right? We don't own KFC. We don't own Chick-fil-A. Because our grandmas cook better than them damn places. Well, our mama's, Wait, now, hold our on. mama's fried chicken better than them places. Isn't it a franchise? Can people own it? Yeah, but individually. Who, but who was the creator about, of it? Yes, exactly. I'm talking about actually starting. We could franchise McDonald's, but we we don't. It's own some guy it. named E. J. Sager or something. Who the Black Colonel? That's right. Oh, no. Who wait. the black Popeye? That's Popeye's the go. cartoon. Yeah, that's what Who we the need. black Bojangles? Who <laughs> black Bojangles? Absolutely. <laughs> Who <laughs> the black knows? churches? Yeah, All these go. black churches. Why black churches don't sell fried chicken for real? Okay, Alvin Charles. Like real black churches. Copeland was an American entrepreneur who created the Popeye's chicken and biscuits food, fast food chain. He black or white? He also created many successful restaurants. He is white. Okay. He All died right. at, about 11 years ago. Mm. 
He's from New Orleans. He's from New Orleans because you know day. that New Orleans Popeyes is different. No, we need to get a, a grandma's chicken, man. A, a black-owned grandma's chicken or something. I'm telling you, best fried chicken I had in a long, long time uh, was when I was uh, at at our guest today's aunt's house in in Hawkinsville, Georgia. Okay. Well, Jeezy will be joining us. He's talking about Jeezy. That's right. Jeezy will be joining us this morning. He has a new album that comes out tomorrow. Whatever Jeezy cooked his crack with, his aunt cooked uh, the fried chicken with, because it was that that addictive. Goodness gracious. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? Well, Donald Trump is, again, trying to take away some rights. So imagine you were born here in the United States. That's birthright citizenship. Well, he wants to end that. He told y'all. He told y'all to go back to where you came from. He can't do that. Y'all don't want to do it voluntarily. He's gonna send you. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where we starting, Yee? Well, Donald Trump says he's looking seriously at birthright citizenship. He doesn't think that if you're born here, you should be allowed to be from here even though you're born uh-huh. here. Yeah, so in other words, if your parents come here, they have you here, that's birthright citizenship, right? You're, a, as the baby, is a citizen of the United States, even if the parents aren't, uh, you know, from the United States. Well, here is what he's saying about birthright citizenship and why he wants to end it. The Democrats want to continue giving automatic birthright citizenship to every child born to an illegal alien. Hundreds of thousands of children born to illegal immigrants are made automatic citizens of the United States every year because of this crazy, lunatic policy that we can end. So basically what he's saying is go back to where your parents came from. Absolutely. That as well. Now, of course, in the Constitution, that is a right. The Constitution guarantees birthright citizenship, and that's in the 14th Amendment. All persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States and of the state wherein they reside. Even one of his appointees, right, one of Donald Trump's appointees, one of the judges, said that birthright is protected no less for children of undocumented persons than for descendants of Mayflower passengers. But he's trying to end that. So when he says he's looking into it, what does that mean? Because, I mean, all he has to do is simply read the Constitution. I guess like the, con- the Constitution tells you everything you need to I know about He's trying to change the Constitution. That's what it sounds like. Huh? <laughs> he got people in position to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, Kamala Harris said that Donald Trump should seriously consider reading the Constitution. All right. Uh, yeah. Now, there's a possible sniper on the run, and that's in Southern California. A deputy was wounded when that possible sniper took aim at the Lancaster station. The bullet came from a four-story building. That bullet did hit the deputy in the chest while he was in the parking lot. Fortunately, he had on a bulletproof vest, and that's what saved his life. It deflected the bullet onto his shoulder. What they are saying about the shooter is that he's a sniper, and he's believed to be in a government-subsidized facility for people with mental health problems across from the sheriff's station. So they did put a school on lockdown within the shooter's range, and students did evacuate. All right, now, there is a GoFundMe that has started, and that is for (sighs) fired NYPD officer Daniel Pantaleo. Somebody has started a GoFundMe for him, and they've raised over $60,000 in one day so far. Is that crazy? Um, it's it's not really crazy, only because like in this world that we live in, you already know three people gonna be on one side, three people gonna be on the other side, four people just gonna be on the fence about things. That's what I call a rule of ten. So it's not crazy. Everybody gonna have some type of supporters. 
Well, up to date, they've raised over $100,000. Wow. And what it says is support New York City police officer Daniel Pantaleo and his family. Mayor de Blasio's anti-police rhetoric contributed toward the decision to fire him. Let's help an officer in need who was only doing his job. Yeah, he wasn't doing his job, though, because that was an illegal chokehold. That's not doing your job. Putting somebody in an illegal chokehold and choking them out, you know, is not, it's not doing your job. Yeah, it's absolutely, positively not doing your job. And it's actually doing your job his, wrong. His job description is to yeah. legally choke citizens. <laughs> absolutely. So it's just like, yo, he's lucky he's not in jail. So, you know, take the fire in and move on with your life. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your front page news. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, bad morning, or maybe you feel blessed and you want to spread some positivity. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. With your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yeah, what's going on, Envy? Good morning. Good morning, Angela. Good morning, Charlotte. Good morning. What's up, man? Get it off your chest. Yeah, how come we don't get more coverage of, like, the um, the Eric Holder, Nipsey Hussle case? Like, I know, like, when ASAP was locked up, you know, we were getting so much coverage of it. Like, you know, he was in Sweden and he got locked up. But then we don't hear anything much about the Eric Holder case. Like, I, I even try to Google stuff and you really don't hear nothing, like, any coverage. Well, I mean, what... Down what 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 would be the updates? I mean, he's in jail and he's awaiting waiting what trial, right? Yeah, waiting trial. He hasn't he hasn't been to court yet. Yeah, but I, even before that, like before he even got to the point that he's at right now, I didn't hear anything at all about you know what his status is. Well, we've been he, telling you, we've been told you who his lawyer was, then we tell you that his lawyer decided to back out. Lawyer decided to back out. He's in yeah. he's in he's in jail. Oh, there's, I, there's no updates. We don't know what he's eating. We don't know what he what he when he goes to the bathroom. But when he goes to court, when he goes to trial, we'll let you know. Yeah, the last thing I heard is that they had somebody that was going to testify against him, even though you don't need anybody because they got a whole video. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what the updates would be. I know, I know. Initially, they said he had a high profile lawyer. I didn't even know the lawyer backed out, so I was just wondering. Yes, sir. Like, I think we we would have more coverage over it and stuff like that. And another thing, one more thing. I listened to the Snoop interview yes, uh, yesterday. I, I was listening to it, and that Snoop album is kind of fire. He put out. It is. Yep. I ain't gonna lie they to you. They don't have Benny up there. Benny the Butcher. Yeah, that's a good question. Now, so I know he, he he in with the Illuminati like you are. <laughs> um, I, I I've like I like Benny before he was in the Illuminati though. My barber uh Ty uh listens to Benny a lot and he plays Benny's music in the barbershop all yeah. the time. But yeah, before but he was Benny, Illuminati, I liked Benny. Yeah, Benny Benny's music. I mean Griselda in the whole the music is tough. I, 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 I Griselda's mean, tough. I, all right, man. You guys have a good day. All right? You too, bro. Yes, sir. Hello, who's this? This is Nick. What's up, man, from Indianapolis? What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Hey, I had two things. Uh, first, did, have y'all tried to get in contact with uh, Nikki to see if she was going to come up there on the radio station to talk to y'all? She no. was supposed to actually come this week. I don't know what she happened. Was? If she's in, Yeah, if she's in oh, New York or that. what. She said she was going to pull up this week. Oh, I'm talking about, like, she did, nobody confirmed that on our end. That's just what she said on Twitter. She can't just pull up. <laughs> So, oh, so Nicki Minaj can't, can't just pull up to the radio station. She ain't, she ain't trying to get in contact with y'all. Y'all got to get in contact with the artist to get them up there. Well, we did. Nope. We did tell her that she was welcome to come. And we did. Yeah. I well, I did. Oh, I guess we did. <laughs> okay. And uh, my second thing, um, Angela, you seem like the nice one, so I'm gonna just see if you can help me out because you know we all need somebody to help us out. Oh boy. Uh, where we at? But, uh, hey, look, I've got a YouTube page. I'm trying to see if I can get you to subscribe to. What is your YouTube page? Your man, Flawless. 
it's Y-A-M-A-N Flawless. Y-A-M-A-N Flawless. Okay, we're going to check it out. All right, man. Have a good one, man. All right. Appreciate it. All right, man. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So, so you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Sherry B. I'm over in Hampton, Virginia, and I just like to tell you I love y'all for a good morning. Um, I'm supporting the uh, the uh, Red Cross with the egg challenge. Somebody went over there and killed people in Virginia Beach, and things been going since sucking in the water, and I love you guys. And I just want to let you know I'm keeping it strong for everybody. That was a crazy run on scene. Yeah, you I said you with the Red Cross, stuff. you support an egg challenge, and somebody got killed, but then you love us? Y'all gave me tickets and on April 24th. I got it written down. I got down there. They stole my tickets, and they've been beating me up ever since. I have to go to court. They bashed me in the eye because I got on the radio, and I talked about how people didn't like God, and I love Jesus. Slow down. But they went down there about, they went down there and did some mass shooting down there, and I don't like it, so they got an egg challenge, and the guys that he worked for the Red Cross, and, and I'm, I'm for the egg Wait, wait, hello. Is this Cheryl from Askey? Give me like Humpty Dumpty on the wall. Okay. <laughs> Humpty Dumpty what? on the wall. Hold on. Okay. Is this yeah, Sherry from ASCII? Did you call in for ASCII a while ago? Yeah, I, I, I've been calling y'all since <laughs> All right, cool, cool. All right, all right. Thank you, mama. All right. I love y'all. I love y'all. Love you more. I love y'all. I love every one of y'all. I love y'all. Did you say I love y'all MTV? Yeah. Trav, what you want, Trav? Hey, what's up, Envy? What's up, um, me? Hey, Trav. How you doing, boo? Charlemagne. What's up, sis? No, I hear shade no, I got, in your throat. No, I got, I got, I got a little, I got a little bone to pick with you, Charlemagne, bro. Ow! What is it? Everything because Rhapsody was on the other day, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm tired of every time Rhapsody, anytime you want to go song for song, track for track, to show that J Cole will watch Rhapsody. Oh boy! Like seriously, will watch. And, and, and I hate to even do this because Rhapsody is very talented, but she is nowhere near J Cole's level. Kendrick Lamar I knew. is nowhere near J. Cole. Chav, I knew you were going like, to say something about this. No, because it bothers me. Like, like, he goes out of his way to disrespect J. Cole. It's like, every time he gets a chance to throw a shot at J. Cole, you know what happens, MV? You know what happens, E? What? His little tail start wagging. His little <laughs> start popping. <laughs> <laughs> That's your question, though. Why do, why, why do y'all think that's disrespect when I'm, when I'm talking about dope rappers? Like, J. Cole is a dope rapper. It's literally like back in the day when we would argue who's the greatest MC, Biggie, Jay-Z, and Nas. Like, now we're talking about a different generation of greats. I don't think J. Cole is whack. I think he's dope. But, like, I, I think it's disrespectful that in between albums, people forget what Kendrick Lamar does now let me tell you something else we're going into 2020s and we're gonna start having these like uh best rapper of the decade list kendrick lamar is my number one rapper of the past decade and when we talk about best albums of the past decade kendrick lamar has two two out of the three of the, the, the top three albums of the past decade rap wise he's got two of them i don't know what y'all be talking legit, about y'all just be forgetting in between albums like case. I can legit lay a case that J. Cole is going to go down as the greatest lyricist out of out of Drake and Kendrick. He's going to go down as the greatest lyricist, and he's going to have the biggest impact on the culture. Drop a, drop a bomb for J. Cole. Have a good day. That's insane to me. Like I, like I, why do we why do we disrespect Kendrick in this way? Like just because he's in between albums. When Kendrick comes out, he shuts things down. You know you only argue with one person. That's just Trav. That's all you argue oh, with. you're right. Then, hello? <laughs> hey, what's going on, Charlamagne? Good morning. How are you, sir? Hey, What's happening, good King? morning, man. I was at 
I was at USP Edgefield when you were on Wendy Williams' show, man. Come on, man. I, I remember you, man. Is that a jail? Hey, I'm just okay. Saying, yes, yes. Well, I did 188 months in the Fed. First time. Damn. Ever. Well, welcome and home. I did from, yes, sir. I did from 99 to 2014. Damn. And then from 2014 to two weeks ago, a supervised release. I had to do 60 months of supervised release. Wow. So, Lord have mercy. What did you do? Yeah, I couldn't even. I couldn't even call a person like you. If I called you, I would have got violated on my supervised release. No, but what did you do? Crazy. What did you do, bro? Man, I'm going to be honest with you. I sold some guns to somebody. They robbed the bank. And guess what? They introduced me to an undercover, and I sold him 900 pounds of marijuana. And guess what? That's what they got me on, and they banned me. Guns and marijuana. So I was and why you don't write a rap album? I mean, I mean, it is what it is, you know. I mean, I had to wear it. I had to do my time. And I remember when you were just listening to, uh, I mean, you were on Wendy Williams' show for like four hours. I was in Edgewood, South Carolina. Yes, and sir. And it was crazy because, and honestly, I could not call a radio station while I was on paper. Well, you still I had to do 60 Was something he said back then is still on your mind? Because, you know, we've been in Breakfast Club for 10 years. So what did he say... 15 years ago that you still with right now. Man, I'm going to be honest with you. You went off on, was it Crazy Bone? Or, or, uh, <laughs> I can't crazy. believe it. Hold up, man. It was, hey, it was uh, Flame one of the bones. That's all I'm going to say. They're, they're, that is, one of the bones. Bro, you know that's 17 years ago, bro. Right you got to let it go. That was 17 I don't think years I, ago. I don't think I ever went off on one of the bones, but I will say this. Uh, I, I appreciate your enthusiasm because I can tell that you took you missed doing regular things like just picking up the phone to call a radio station. So you're really appreciative man. to be able to do that now. Man, I, and I, I'm gonna be honest with you, you know, on this Twitter thing and all these other things, man, <laughs> I've just been clout chasing, doing everything what everybody else does, right? Oh boy! But I'm just seeing how the the I'm gonna be honest with you, man. There's Why do you keep saying you're going to be honest? What are you lying about? That's what huh? he said before he was locked up. Let him go, Charlamagne. Okay, when it comes to this judicial reform that Meek Mill is, and a lot of these guys are pay, putting their platform on, a lot of that stuff is not practical like the things that they're making out to be. I mean, there's a lot of people right now in there that there's, they could make a bigger impact if they were more practical and took their self out the picture a little bit more and just pick random just pick random people in there. I mean, there's a lot of random people in there right what? now that if you took yourself out the platform with I mean, it's hard for people to see why how did you get 10 years papers and you're complaining about it, but there's certain people that are doing 30 years behind that same thing you got 10 years papers well, for. Well, you hold, oh, you know, hold on, brother. It sounds like this is a conversation you want to have with Charlamagne. You hold on. I'll give you Charlamagne. I ain't got, I ain't no, got that. I ain't done no. And I, no. He got to catch up. There's a lot of things he got to catch up on. Hold on, man. He got There's a lot of things he got to catch up on. He's been listening to you 20 years ago. And I appreciate that. You and know you what I'm saying? Gotta, I, pre I, I, I appreciate that I've been doing radio that long, and there's been people that's been listening to me that long. But I appreciate it. You got to fill him in, Charlamagne. It says 20 years ago. I'm sure he got baggy jeans and a beeper still. So you just got to help him out. That Twitter thing. <laughs> that, tw that Twitter tell him, thing. Tell him hit me up on that Twitter thing. <laughs> My goodness. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. You we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about Dancing with the Stars, the new cast for 2019. And it is all over the place. Uh, some of these people you'll be interested to see. Some of them you'll be like, why is that person on? All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
Good morning. What's good happening? Morning. Good morning, everybody. Hey. Happy Thursday. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Jeezy will be joining us next hour. But let's get to the rumors. Let's talk to you, Grizzly. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. Gossip. With Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. All right. Well, unfortunate situation. T. Grizzly, his car was shot up in Detroit. Very sad. And unfortunately, his manager, Jobina Brown, J.B., she was sitting in the back seat, and she did end up getting hit in her left side. They said she did scream, and three to four shots were fired, and she was killed. So Mm-mm-mm. that was really unfortunate. Jovina was only 41 years old. Uh, that was his manager, his auntie, his big homie, all of that. So rest in peace to J.B. Wow. Yeah, That's definitely horrible. rest in peace. Rest in peace to her. Is he grizzly all right? I got my hand. He got hit up, too. Uh, it seems that he's fine. But, um, and people were saying that he got shot. Some were saying he didn't and that he's fine. I don't know, but he's alive. All right. Um, and according to this report, they said he wasn't hit and neither was the driver. Mm-hmm. Wendy Williams has canceled four more shows for her For the Record mm-hmm tour. And she was supposed to be in Atlanta, Georgia. There were two shows there. Those have been canceled. Uh, her stop in Cleveland and her stop in Detroit also were canceled. Well, she and- canceled the whole tour then, huh? That's what it seems like. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what's going on. As of now, St. Petersburg, Florida, September 21st is still on, but who knows? Now, reportedly, it's low ticket sales is the reason for the cancellations. And then she I'm made sure a stop. She made a stop in the iHeart buildings yesterday. I didn't see her, but uh, she, she was there recording with uh, Jason Lee. Yes, and I'm pretty sure that it doesn't help that you're canceling these shows because if people were going to go to later shows, they're probably like, I don't think she's going to show up. Right. So oh, it kind of would discourage you from buying tickets. I'm going to be honest with you. I've been hearing you report this story for two weeks, and I don't even know what the hell Wendy is doing. What is she doing? Like, what are, what are they <laughs> buying tickets for? I'm serious. Like, she canceling shows. What is she doing? Uh, I guess she'll be talking to you, like, kind of like a stand-up in a way. So kind of like a, a podcast type where she's talking to people for an hour and talking about celebrity stuff? It's a comedy tour. Oh, she's doing comedy. So it's stand-up. So it's the mm-hmm oh. comedy oh. tour. Oh, so okay, I didn't know. It's not just her. It's Wendy Williams and Friends presents the for the record. So oh, so she's like how Shaquille O'Neal does. Like you know, she brings comedy com- uh, comedians on stage and she brings it out and hosts it. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen the show, but oh. assuming that it's a comedy show and it's her and Friends. Has she done one show yet to see? I have no idea. I haven't reported that she has. Oh, it's crazy look. You've been reporting that story, and I have not even thought about. It. I'm like, wait a minute. What? What are people buying tickets to see Wendy Williams for? All right, I don't know who's on the tour either, as far as the comedians. Uh, now, let's talk about Rihanna's Diamond Ball. That's coming up, and she'll be honoring activist Sean King at her fifth annual Diamond Ball. We also told you earlier that Pharrell and DJ Khaled will be performing also. Mm-hmm. So congratulations to Sean King. Uh, Future and 21 Savage, they rented out a water park in Atlanta, and they did a hood day. So basically, they were trying to help out the community. They rented out the entire water park at Six Flags in Atlanta, and they invited everybody from Zone 6 to get some relief from the summer heat by having this big water park day. They that's dope. They spent about $300,000. That's free food, free drinks for everybody. That's really dope. Yeah, really a nice situation. 300000 Drop on the clues bombs for future. And who else you said? 21, 21 Savage. Savage. 21 Savage. 21. Okay. They look like they were having a good time too, boy. All right, Dave Chappelle is hosting a free block party in Dayton, and Dayton, Ohio, and it's going to be strictly reserved for the city's residents. So it's a benefit concert, free block party, hosted by Dave Chappelle, and you can get your free tickets on Ticketmaster, but you have to be a resident. It's going to honor the lives lost 
and to reclaim the community's favorite places to shop, dine, and enjoy time with family and friends. It's amazing how your mind works so fast because you was like, yo, Dave Chappelle's having a free block party in Dayton. And my mind said, you know what, I think I'm going to go. And then as soon as you said it's only for Dayton residents, it's just like the door slammed in my face. Yeah, so hard in my It's not brain. for you. Mm-hmm. All right, Dancing with the Stars. They have announced the new cast for this season. FYI, Lamar Odom's going to be on there. Bachelorette Hannah Brown. Karamo Brown from Queer Eye. James Vanderbeek, as he's going to be on there also. Actor James Vanderbeek. Now, I also was uh, reading that Sean Spicer is going to be on Dancing with the Stars. Sean Spicer, that used to work in the Trump administration, Sean Spicer? Yes, the White House press secretary who resigned uh, uh, a couple no, that, years that, ago. That, that's on brand. That's on brand. <laughs> So, brand for Sean. I want to see Lamar. <laughs> Lamar dancing on on that's going to be interesting. So, Why? Because he's seven foot two or whatever, however tall he is. Most people he's not like the that. First tall person that's been on Dancing with the Stars. Mm-hmm. Who else has been there um, that's Chrissy been tall Brinkley's like that? Tall? Be on Chris Humphreys. Oh. Wasn't Chris Humphreys on there? No, was he? He just making that up. You don't even know if he was on there, man. I feel like he was. I don't know. I don't know. Wendy Williams was on there. She's tall. Wendy Wendy Williams definitely was on there. How does she do? (laughs) Wendy Williams every bit of seven foot. And how does she do? (laughs) Say what? And how does she do? I don't remember. Now, NFL Hall of Famer, uh, also Ray Lewis will be on there. Pop Mm -hmm. star Allie Brooke, comedian Cal Mitchell, actress Kate Flannery, country star Lauren Elena, and the Supremes, Mary Wilson. So who do you guys have to win this, if you had to guess? And I don't watch Dancing with the Stars. I, I mean, if you had to guess who would be a good dancer, you have to you win by votes. Mm, I mean, Bobby Bones won last year. Yes, so he did. I don't. You got a lot of Bobby votes. Bones. Drop one of clues bombs for Bobby Bones, country radio personality, my guy. So I don't know. It seems like it's a popularity. contest. It is a popularity contest. So, um, but if you're a really great dancer names, like Nicole Scherzinger, remember when she won? She's an amazing dancer from. Uh, the Pussycat Dolls. I don't think dancing matters on Dancing with the Stars. It definitely does. It definitely Bobby does. Bobby Bones matter. won last year. I didn't. I don't know his dancing abilities. He's not good. It wasn't the best. <laughs> I've seen a couple all. episodes. And just so you know, a lot of people were upset about Sean Spicer being uh, casted on Dancing with the Stars, and they were saying it's a slap in the face. I'm but, going with Sean Spicer to take the whole thing. I'm going with the girl from Bachelorette. What's if it's about voting, yeah. If it's about no, if it's about voting, I'm going. I'm going with Sean Spicer <laughs> or um Kel. And maybe even Karamo. Karamo? Karamo got a large yeah, fan base, yeah, but, but I think the, I think the MAGA crowd might come out for Sean Spicer. Yeah, but the Bachelorette crowd is pretty deep, too, man. What's that going Hannah Brown. Hannah Brown, man. <laughs> they ain't rocking with the MAGA Y'all got to watch it. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. You know, we just had a conversation about Dancing with the Stars. We should do a pool, and I don't even watch that show. But if it's based on popularity, I don't know, bro. But the dancing does matter. I'm telling you, when Nicole Scherzinger won, she won, she won because her dancing was phenomenal. It wasn't just popularity. Did you see Bobby Bowles last year? You ain't see Bobby Bones. <laughs> you ain't see Bobby If Trump tweets about Sean Spicer being on Dancing with the Stars every week, yeah, you're right. Sean might win. He bro. might take that. All right. Anyway, when we come back, front page news, what are we talking about? Well, let's talk about at least 27 people have been arrested, and that is over threats to commit mass attacks since what happened in El Paso and Dayton, and the Dayton Ohio shootings. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I'm a young CEO. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where we start with ye? Well, so far, at least 27 people have been arrested over threats to commit mass attacks, and that's since the unfortunate incidents in El Paso and Dayton with the shootings that happened there. They're saying they are taking everything seriously. On Friday, they arrested a 15-year-old in Florida. He threatened to commit a school shooting, and that was on a video game platform. He said he was joking, but he wrote, I, Dalton Barnhart, vow to bring my father's M15 to school and kill seven people at a minimum. Nope. Don't play like that. 
Put his little ass away for a little while. Yeah, so there's a whole list of everybody that's been arrested since for whatever type of threats they might have made. We take them very seriously. I wish they. I wish this was like Minority Report where they could arrest you for even just thinking about a crime. But if you want to utter, you know, stuff like that at a time like this, yes, you should get your little ass locked up. Definitely should get locked up for that. All right, now, Washington Governor Jay Inslee has dropped out of the presidential race. So I don't he even said, know who that is. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> He said, it's become clear I'm not going to be carrying the ball. I'm not going to be president, so I'm withdrawing tonight from the race. But I have to tell you, I've been fighting climate change for 25 years, and I've never been so confident of the ability of America now to reach critical mass to move the ball. How, many, right. how, many, how many people have dropped out so far? Just two? Because so, the debates are, what, September 13th, yeah, I believe? They'll be in Houston next, and yeah, in it, like three or four weeks, three weeks. Is, is it still going to be a loaded stage? Because if two drop no. out in the Democratic primary, it's still, on, it's still 27 a people A lot of left. people aren't going to make the cut to be on the stage there. And if you mm-hmm. don't make the ones in Detroit or the ones in Houston, then it's probably over for you. Mm. All right. Now let's talk about health officials investigating over 150 vaping-linked lung injuries. Apparently, they're saying that there have been over 150 cases in 16 different states. Some of the patients said they needed breathing assistance and they had symptoms which included shortness of breath, fatigue, chest pains, cough, and weight loss. In July, eight teenagers with a history of vaping were hospitalized with seriously damaged lungs at the Children's Hospital of Wisconsin. So if you guys think that vaping is okay and completely safe, guess again. All right, and a 20-year-old has taken his own life, a 20-year-old black man. Uh, He was the target of relentless bullying because of his relationship with a trans woman. He wrote on Facebook, y'all can say whatever you want about Faith. I really don't care if she's not passable. I don't care if she wasn't born a woman. She's a woman to me, and I love her flaws. That's what makes her Faith. If you heard her story, it's motivating. I'm happy. You should be happy for me. And he wrote that on Facebook right before he ended up taking his own life. Mm-mm-mm. And don't let nobody steal your joy, man. If you happy with the person that you with, be happy. It don't matter what other people think. Right. So, uh, again, our condolences to Marcus Arisa Willoughby of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. He was openly loving the woman that he loved, and unfortunately, people were bullying him and harassing him. And he did have some battles with depression and other mental health issues, and they said this just exasperated things for him. So sad, man. That's why, that's why I'm, uh, my, one of my phone cases, my wife actually uses the phone case all the time, but it says social media is not good for my mental health. And that's a fact. Because there's certain things that you take to social media and they just, they just, they just destroy you. They will definitely try to destroy you. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, they just, it's a, it's a joy killer. Like, they just love to steal your joy on social media. Love who you want to love and F everybody else. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee and that is your front page news. That's cheating, actually. But you know what I mean. Black men don't cheat. Black men definitely don't cheat. But the way you said it, it's like, love who you want to love but F everybody else. Like, no. You know what I mean. Yes, I did. All right. All right, now when we come back, Jeezy will be joining us. Jeezy has an album out tomorrow, so we'll kick it with Jeezy, the snowman. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, sir. Jeezy. What up, though? Welcome back. Come on, man. Back home, baby. Legend of the Snowman. Yes, sir. I'm ready. What's the expectations for you when you put together these thug motivation projects? Because these are these are special projects to yeah. people. I mean, for me, it's just like just making sure I'm in pocket and, and, and it's a real body of work. You know what I'm saying? I I, I, I kind of figured the game out now. It's like you can't put a single out. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because everybody's A&Rs. So you just got to put the body of work out and just and hope people take it. It's like a self-help book. If you 
can't take a chapter and put it out because that, that might not be the chapter they want. You know what I'm saying? So with me, it's just like doing the bodies of work as a whole and knowing that when people listen to it from beginning to end, It'll, they'll know you put your time and effort into it. But it's I thought you like, were tired. I thought Jeezy uh -oh. and Soul part of the liquor company. Yeah. We seen you on Island, Listen, on first, boats, first, first of all, Miami first, on the beach. First, you said first, you were tired. First, first of all, Mr. Forbes list. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got to get as many cars as you before I start even talking like that. I know, but for me, man, it was like, um, you know, it was one of them things where, like, you know, I, I do music, but I, I also want to do, you know, business. Like, I'm I'm, mm -hmm. I'm passionate about that because I understand it. Just coming from the block and learning how to get money, that, that's something that drives me. And it's just like if anybody know anything about life, it's like when you come stagnant and you're just doing the same thing, you know what I'm saying, kind of like it take away from who you are. So it's like, for me, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a lion. Like, I got to be in the jungle. I can't just be in, like... In the studio. So you got bored. You got bored on vacation just chilling. Yeah, you know, the boats got too big. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know I mean? I'm just being for real. It's like, I got, I got to do... And by the way, everybody I know that really, like, is successful and build these companies and sell them, they can't just go sit on a beach somewhere. They got to go get back a, to the money. Yeah, you, they build another yeah. company and sell it again. Where's the best place you've been on vacation? That um, you would say, this is where you got to go. Man, Europe. Mm -hmm. I, just, I, I just love Europe, period, man. It's just, it's just you know, the food's different, the, Air is different. The moon's different. It's just different. I, and I took one of my homies the last time I went. And he never been. He's from, you know, he's straight from the hood. But just to see the look on his face, you know, just to see how life is just so different. You know what I'm saying? Just to live through him. Because I've been there a couple times. I mean, just, it, it, it was real. It was surreal. Have you ever cried somewhere? Have you ever been somewhere and been like, God damn, I'm really not on Auntie Portia no more selling that work? Nah, not yet. I guess I ain't been there yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, but I, I've I've been in situations where I, I've sat back and realized how blessed I am. Though. Like, mm. Yeah, I've been there. When the last time you felt that feeling of gratitude? Oh man, like um, maybe a couple of days I was on my flight and I was listening to the album, just kind of listening to the mixes and stuff, and um, I was listening to the the, the intro track, the Entrepreneur. That's all. Yeah, I thought it was I, Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. Yeah. yeah. And um, I don't know. It just kind of really brought back memories though, because I'm 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 telling the story about that, and I'm just like, damn, you know, I really went through that, but. You know, I'm still out here on my grind, but at the same time, it just really, like, took me back in that, that memory lane. I'm like, damn, I just remember those hard times and going through all this stuff, and it's just, like, overcoming it. It's just, like, sometimes you don't pat yourself on the back enough for overcoming things because you're so in real time. I talk to Tip about it all the time. It's like, we, we accumulate so much, and we're so successful in so many different ways. We don't take the time to look at the last accomplishment we did because we're on to the next thing. Is that your favorite joint in the album? No, uh, nah, man. Actually, I love the 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 John Legend song about my mother. Mm -hmm. That was deep. I can't, you know, I don't even listen to that one, by the way. So it's like, when I wrote it, I, I listened to it and they mixed it. I was done with it, but I I definitely can't touch that one. Like, what's, that, so, what's so hard about? It? Right. I mean, because you know, my mother, she's she's got a situation, so she's not healthy right now, and it's just like that record basically describes she's the real MVP, and it's like, um, I, when I jumped off the porch, I took a lot of my time trying to, you know come up and take care of everybody and I ain't really take the time to be her son and it's just like now she she's not well so it's just like when I when I see people moving around taking their mothers on tour on vacation uh, doing things it's just like damn you know I gotta go see my mother in this place mm. and, and and you know it, it hurt because it's like I, I missed all that time it's like I can't get none of it back and it's just like I didn't get none but some money you know what I'm saying so I, I didn't really gain much and I, and, right. I, and all, I lost my mom but like I think of every day for like giving me like morals and, and, and teach me what integrity was and, and, and how to be a man. It's just like 
she she don't really get a chance to see me in that light. Mm-hmm. But it's like, cause now I'm, I'm I'm of age and I have grew up, so I ain't really with the, you know, mm-hmm. but it's just like she ain't here to see that. You change that for your kids now? Because it could be the same with your kids. You work so much, you forget yeah. to do this small thing. Oh, no, nah, man, it's cool. I mean, you know, it's crazy, man. I've I really been taking a lot of time, like, you know, just to enjoy the people around me for real, man. Mm-hmm. Like, and really, like, cherish that and have real friends. I got friends I hit now. I just have to hit them up out of the blue. Like, you good, straight. You know, I might send them books, you know, passes, uh, motivational quotes because it's like, you know, they're they your people. Even when you talk about your mom, it's like, yo, when you was in the streets, you was doing things to protect and provide for your right. family. So you didn't feel like that was enough. It was Yeah, I did that, but I, I also played the game of, um, you know, everybody that I know that end up going to prison that end up, like, telling on people or going in there and not being solid and, and, and you know, just not being a stand-up guy is the people that love something. So... You know me. I I just mm. kind of blocked them out on the love tip. You know right. what I'm saying? Like I just I did I provided for them, but I I, I kind of kept the love to myself. It's like I don't want to get in a position where if I got jammed up out here when I was in the streets, that I'm gonna be in the pen, like you know, f-ing going through it. Cause it's like you know that's real. You know, people really going in tail because they want to get home to their families. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or they want to get home to their kids. So it's just like I kind of kept that solid because that's the only thing that kept me solid. That's the wildest shit not allowing yourself to love. That had to fuck up a lot of relationships. Oh, no, nah, man. Listen, bro, I, I, I ain't gonna even front. Like, I, I be I be lying if I tell you every day I don't have to go back and rekindle shit and, and talk to people and just film. Even with people I met in the industry. Cause no, I'm talking like, about ladies specifically. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's all bad. Yeah, it's all Great bad. excuse. Oh man, it's all but- bad. <laughs> I love myself, self love. You know what I'm saying? Practice that first. But it's bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause you don't trust nobody. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I ain't gonna lie, man. It took me like it took me some decades to trust people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're not even used to seeing you in pictures with women. Like, oh, he's dating her. Oh, where we going? Where we going? Hey, it's too early for that. Sh- <laughs> just woke up. You gave me a layup. Nah, I, I wasn't even talking about that. I was talking about people in particular, like you know what I mean. But even like me, you know, Solomon envy. Like you know, o- over you know time, I- I've-, I've seen y'all in different you know you know lights and in different you know uh, places and different events. They just build a rapport with people. Mm-hmm. But you know, like when I used to come to events, I used to be on the defense. I'm like, yo, one <laughs> pop off going crazy. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's it was my mentality. Mm-hmm. But after a while you start realizing fabulous is never going nowhere. That's gonna be my friend forever. Mm-hmm. So you, you gotta always be a stand-up guy and just nurture those relationships. Cause these are your real people. You know what I'm saying? So I had to learn that like later on. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of times they'd be like, just making sure I'm good. Because, you know, one time I might come around, I might be cool. Right. <laughs> Next time I come around, I might be on the team. <laughs> but you can't even let your guard down. Cause like Meek Mill said, being a rapper is dangerous. Oh, yeah. It's, you it's still the can't most, let your guard down. It's the most dangerous job in the world. But the good thing that, that I pride myself on is just um, really coming from the streets and just always having that guard up. And, it, it, it like, you know, it's to the point where, you know, I got real discipline. So it might be sometimes if I just feel like I'm out on my rocket, I'll stop drinking for a whole year. Mm. But nobody around me won't know that. Because right. I'm watching everything they do. You feel what I'm saying? I'm taking notes. You know what I was going to say? Sometimes people always only hit you up because they need something, too. Right. Like, people will hit you up. Every time they hit you, you'll be like, oh, they about to ask me for something. Or I know they... Well, they but do. But it's nice when... They do. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, me me personally, like, you know, I love to serve. You know what I'm saying? I, I love to give back. But you got to know the difference between that and then somebody taking advantage of you, too, though. All right, we got more with Jeezy when we come back. Matter of fact, let's get into a mini mix. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was a Jeezy mini mix. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Jeezy's still here. I see you and Ross uh, making music together more and more. Right. And more. 
Y'all squash that beef. How did that conversation ever come along? Uh, I mean, like, I don't think, see, and this, this is what people don't understand, man. Like, you know, rap, it's like if if if, if uh, Steph Curry and LeBron got on the court and they played ball, they're going to play their hearts out. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's, you got to be competitive, you know what I'm saying? And people took what I said on the um, on the joint, like I was trying to go at homie, but it's like these are my, like if, if somebody asks you about Charlemagne, or, you, know, you know more about, y'all with each other every day. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to pop your shits over me. I was just really like popping my shit. I didn't look at it like that, but it's the industry. So I can't expect the industry to understand how the streets work. You know what I'm saying? So really and truly, like, when it got out of hand, I could have reached out and be like, yo, man, like, it ain't it ain't even that. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't do that. So, I, you know, I, I got to take that blame. But when, when me and homie, and, and the same thing with him. And that's mm-hmm. what I came to when we sat down. I was like, yo, like that ain't even... We ain't got no problem. We're not about to argue about some other grown men. I know we are. You know what right. I'm saying? We get mm-hmm. too much money for that. You know what I'm saying? So when we sat down and chopped it up, I was like, damn, you know, you know, and, and I didn't really know Ross person like that. I just started to realize, you know, like, I, 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 I always rock with his music, but I didn't know him personally. So as I started, like, picking up personal things, but I was like, yo, homie, really, you know, he, he cool, he solid. So as we talked, and just talked about different things, you know, music, me coming to his party, like, that's what we're supposed to do at this point. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? We get money, we successful. Like, you know, I got friends that I would go to their parties in the hood, but that might be in the projects. I mean, you know, that's cool. I want to go to my partner mansion, too. Right. <laughs> you know right, what I'm right, saying? Because right. I want them to come to mine. You right, know what right, I'm saying? Because right. that's what we do. And I want to put on some nice clothes and go kick it with some players. So for me, when, 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 and, and just when you get to a certain point of your life, and that's why I said about keeping those relationships, because even with the younger cats coming up, you know, you do all these things to get out the street, and then you get into a successful position, and then you just it all up because you're trying to prove a point. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Nobody goes to college to, to Harvard and Yale to go beef with somebody at Harvard and Yale to <laughs> not, it doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? So as you get older, you just start understanding like, no, this is going to be somebody that I might need. And I learned that even dealing with Puff. It's like, I watch how Puff work his relationships with people. And it, he keep it solid to the point that people have no problem with doing something for them. Right. But if I put something out tomorrow and call Envy and be like, yo, I got a new car with Tesla. They, they, they let me design the whole car. I know you're a car guy. Mm-hmm. My relationship with you was good. Can I put in your next car show? Yeah, you my man. I got you. No problem. Mm-hmm. That's a relationship. Absolutely. Yeah, but if you're going to ask you to get one. Yeah. 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 By the way, he's going to want the one-on-one. Exactly. <laughs> he got to stun on the ground. But by the way, we got to really talk about these cars you got doing, man, because I, I don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I told somebody the other day, I was like, man, either, either, either he was selling CBD before we were doing CBD. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't get any flags. Well, you know, right. I, you know I do the, the flipping, you know, the houses, yeah. and the mountain, new tennis. We spoke about yeah, this we before. Spoke. About That's crazy. Yeah. Stuff like that. That's but that, those are the conversations that I love. Like, when, when me and Jeezy talk, it's not about music. It's always about family and investing. Right. Whether you explaining something to me or telling me how to do something or, or vice versa, but that's right. what the conversations need to be to help Real each other talk. out. Real talk. Mm-hmm. Are there relationships that you haven't mended that you would like to? Absolutely. I, I work on it every day. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't even playing about that. Like I call, And I have to push myself. Plies called me the other day. You know what I'm saying? He, he was like, uh, he just called me out of the blue. He was like, yo, what you doing? I was like, uh, you just chilling. About to go in the crib. Just get back in town. Like I just call you, man, just to reach out. I don't want nothing. You know what I mean? I'm just working <laughs> on. I'm just working on building. You know. And I say, you know, it's crazy. I, I've been doing the same. Shit. He's like, I say, I call you next. I, I say, I call you two weeks. Check on you. You know what? Two weeks. 
You say, no, nah, call me tomorrow if you need me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. But that, that just call let me, me know. Call me tomorrow if you right. need yeah, me. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. But that just let me know. And, and, and by the way, we've been in contact since then. So it ain't about where we at in our careers. It's right. about the fact that, you know, I, I know him. We've been on tour. We, we've done records. And it's like we don't nourish these relationships because at the end of the day, when you see these people out here in these companies, they're, when they go in and they networking at these these uh, conventions and all this stuff, they're building their portfolio, mm-hmm. they're taking care of their families through their relationships. So it's just like, if we're going to do music, let's do music. If we're going to we gonna do real estate, let's do real estate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if, if it's not a problem, then, you know, what's the problem? I can't create a problem with you because I feel like there's something that you have that I don't got or I feel like I want to be, you know, just take the position of we beefing just because... Okay. That's gonna bring more light to what I'm trying to do. Cause right. if you're doing that, then you a hater. I, I see you give uh, EP credit on on all your albums to Shakir Stewart. Yeah. Like, why, do why, why do you continue to do that? I mean, Shakir changed my life, man. I'd be in the federal penitentiary right now without a shadow of a doubt if he didn't come in and show LA them what I was doing. And then, um, you know, Shakir just was always a solid dude. He made me feel like a real artist. You know what I'm saying? Cause at the time I was a street cat. You know what I'm saying? Like I just knew the streets. So he would be the one in the studio yelling and doing the DJ Khaled for me before I knew Kelly. He would be the one that was telling me, like, yo, this record's going to be crazy. He was the one that said Soul Survivor's going to be big. He was the one that, uh, I don't know if I should say this, that took my homeboy Little Will off of um, off of Go Get It and put R. Kelly on it. After I argued with him, like, I'm keeping my homie from the hood mm-hmm. on this record, and he's like, we can't do that. I got somebody I'm going to put on there. And he put R. Kelly on the record, and he brought it back. And he was more excited about it than I was, but that was a, a, a pivot like a pivotal moment in my career because it was just like I didn't know no better I'm, you know I'm just trying to keep it real with the people around me you know what I'm saying why didn't you want R. Kelly on the record because I because I can tell you why I didn't like that he went his man on it. He was being loyal. Yeah, right? I was. I, I had a little will on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I had a little will on it. I had a little will feel about that when he got taken. I mean, I mean it was all killer. That's the Pied Piper. What are you gonna so say? He was <laughs> like, okay. I mean, you know, I had the conversation. You know, <laughs> ain't keeping it real. I got that. I, I got that. Yeah, you worried about yourself? You got that. <laughs> you know yeah, you, you sell out. You got all that. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, but we what we do is a label call. You know what I mean? <laughs> we can put the version with you on it out. I'm quite sure it won't do as well. But hey, you know what I mean? I just felt like they was trying to cross you over, and I. Wanted him to sing um, "Life of a Drug Dealer" instead of "Go Getter." Like, go Getter, yeah. Yeah. But the song was "Go Getter," but the fact that Shakir got R. Kelly to talk about trapping was crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. You know, we trap all day. And I remember when I when I wrote that record, I was like, "Yo, this is crazy." I was like, "I got my man Lil Wheels. I'm trying to put on for the city." And uh, he came right over to my studio. He was like, "Nah, we're not doing that." And he's like, "Just give me the record." We sat there for like hours, going back and forth, back and forth. And he was just like, "Yo." And by the way, when he came to the video, you would have thought it was his video. That was the only video Shakir was in, man. He had his shoes on the table, you know what I mean? Like, he was stunned, but he felt good because he really... He, he, like, be honest with you, I Love It was great on that album, but hadn't I had Go Get Out, I don't, I don't think I would be here because I wouldn't have done the numbers that I did. All right, we got more with Jeezy when we come back. Let's get into a joint off the album. This one is featuring Meek Mill, and it's called MLK Boulevard. That was MLK Boulevard, Jeezy featuring Meek Mill. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Jeezy Yee. So, Jeezy, how are you now when it comes to shopping and clothes? Are you really into it? Do you spend your money on Nah, your, like, man, designer? I keep it G, man. Like, I try. I, I don't lie. I try. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I try, man. You know, I might go buy some things, but I, I, my homies call me. Like, I had some Balenciaga boots, man. <laughs> and, man, listen, them things cause the... Mass hysteria, and I thought they was the flyest boots in the world. I got calls like, "Yo, you on what time? What you do with them cowboy boots? So you think you lose that?" I'm like, "No, you think you lose these boots?" 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted, I bought these, but I picked that was out recently like, too. I wasn't bought Oh yeah, lift that little knob. You little knob. I'm like, yo, these is these got the buckle on them. Like this is it. You know, I'm thinking I'm on my Tupac. You know what I'm saying? I get calls. Trey Songz called me, telling me we got it. We got a we got a group chat going. They killing you, cuz I'm a city team. Like, yo, I'm like, yo. So I called him. I called a trigger. I was like, yo, this is what I'm gonna do. I said, on the day the album comes out, I said, I want all y'all to come over. I said, I'm gonna get some wood. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna get some. I'm, I'm gonna get some. I'm gonna get some um, lighter fluid. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna get. I'm, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get everything I need. And I want you to come over to the crib. And on August 23rd, on the day the album comes out, I'm gonna burn. These I'm gonna burn these boots in front of everybody because I, I need my friends back. The boots cost me friends, man. <laughs> the boots cost me friends. All that, yo. I swear, like. Calling me like OTJ, let's come tell your cousin what's up with you, man. The homies, out here, the, homies, the homies out here in LA want to know if you still solid. I'm like, yo, my man, I they Belicia. Oh, you call? Yeah, see, look. Let's take another look. I don't know about the boy. Right, like, nah, they all right. They all right. Like, I'm around. Did you fire the stylist after that? It was my call. She was like, yo, you should wear these boots. I was like, nah, I want to wear these. But I was like, it's Tupac. He would wear this, I'm telling you. Tupac would not wear no cowboy boots. Yo, you the, Where's the, the picture? You seen them in two. You had the vest on. Yeah, too. that was my look. You had the vest on. Yeah, that was what I was going out. for. It was yeah, Mac I remember. Yeah, I was going for the Mac I tried to pull up, but it ended up not working. Right. Just, you, know, you been watching too much of that TV show, that goddamn Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> That's what that was. Hey, but you know, I always been a fan of motorcycle games, so I came from. But I didn't see. I, but 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 I guess my timing was bad <laughs> because of the old time road. Too much Sons of Anarchy, man. Right. It the felt like you were hopping road. on that wave. Yeah, yeah. And that wasn't even my my thing. But I I lost friends for because I was hot. I was eating. City had a group chat. I'm like, I'm about you know, my back. I said, who all on it, cuz? You got to tell me you ain't solid. He's like, man, you know Trig. Who was on it? Everybody. <laughs> OT, fam. Like, what's up? Hey, he said, I'll tell you this. The one, he said, it started off. Man, her cuz getting too much money. <laughs> That's how it starts Experimenting. Off. Right. What would TM 104GZ tell TM 101GZ? Oh man, just stay, just stay solid, man, and stay. Um, I mean, it's it's a lot of things I would have done. I feel like now I'm like, you know, just in my pocket. Like I got, it's probably the most clear that I ever had in my life. Probably just being connected, mind, body, and soul, just understanding my 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 real position and um, in the culture is is is, is Jeezy, and understanding like what my responsibility is, and then still understanding that you know I'm still solid. I'm gonna still keep it, you know, G. You know, I'm not gonna play out here but at the same time just like I don't got a problem with being open minded about things because it's like I put in my work mm -hmm. you know even like we talking about this thing Jay going through right now it's just like he put in his work like let's just see right can't, give it know, a chance yeah give it a chance it's his like, resume solid yeah and the same thing with myself I feel like I put in my work so it's just like you know it's crazy man I was one day it is the same thing again trick we out in LA and they see me smoking hookah they fill out they flip out like yo I ain't smoking you know we don't want, I'm just trying this you're like, he's smoking hookah, man. He's supposed to be a G. It's like my second time. I don't even know what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? But they, they judging me. You for, <laughs> but you forcing yourself to smoke hookah. No, nah, I just tried it. I'm not for forcing myself. I, I tried it one time before when mm -hmm. I was in London, and then somebody had it. It's like, yo, you want to try it? So I was like, yo. Can I do the hookah? I, I don't know about it. Right. But, but what I'm saying is, Everybody was looking like I was bugging. I'm like, yo, my that man. That must have been a long time ago, because I was in L.A. with O.T. He smoked hookah. No, it wasn't O.T. It was Trig. Oh, it was Trig. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But this was kind of like four months ago. Mm -hmm. So imagine that. Okay. <laughs> so you stopped smoking 4G's hookah? So you can't smoke. Yeah, I can't. 
You so, just you should smoke hookah with your boots on and not care what nobody says. <laughs> you trying to end my whole career? <laughs> I don't care what nobody says. <laughs> you trying to, try to end my whole career? Everything I stand for. What about when you dating like these indiscreet women, right? As, as opposed to women from the street, is it the same thing? Do you feel like? What uh, I mean, for me, man, I just you know I, I'm I'm a saposexual. Like I gotta saposexual. Like I gotta I gotta be mentally stimulated to deal with anybody. I can't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I got you gotta have a conversation. We gotta talk. You got really you gotta. Enlighten me, inspire me, and 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 you know, I have to learn from you. Right. That's like with any friend I have. You know, what I mean, I got older friends. I got one friend I love him to death. He's Bob, but he's like an OG, mm-hmm. triple. He used to run around with Sinatra and Gotti and all that. But I just love to hear him talk. You know, what I'm saying because he still got it in him. But when he tell you these stories, you just like, man, you was, and you just want to hear. It, but then he can sit down and break down life to you in ways, and you just walk away from a dinner, and you like, man, that's crazy. But then for me, I can go spread that to my homies. Cause I learned something, you know what I'm saying. So if I'm gonna deal with any female, I have to, I have to learn. Like I, you can look good, that's cool, but you have to be smart and you have to be, uh, be able to articulate yourself, and 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 you have to be, you know, you, you have to be like intelligent. Now let me ask you this: since this is the last of the installment of uh, Doug Motivation, and this is the last album on Def Jam, what's right. next? Ah uh, man, for me, um, right here, figures, wi- figures wireless. Um, this this is like my new baby. I got I got the Defiance few, uh, Athlete Water, of course. Um, like Envy, I'm heavy in real estate, mm-hmm. and uh, obviously Avion Tequila, and I got my agency, Agency Ninety Nine, which we rent, manage artists, brands, and businesses. But um, musically, this, yeah. But um, gonna, what are you gonna do musically? Another deal? Are you gonna have your own independent label? I mean, I just are feel gonna... I feel like I got the infrastructure to do whatever. But it's just like for me right now, I I just gotta take some some time to like really just I got my next 10 15 year plan but I just want to really see how I want to execute that because mm-hmm. I look at people like Magic Johnson I love Magic like that's right. my mentor like you know what I'm saying I just love the fact that he's solid he lives his life he got balance around him he takes care of his friends in a mm-hmm. way he's giving them experiences and he, he's traveling he's seeing the world but if you look at other athletes that were, that came up with him they're not set up like that mm-hmm. so that just tells me that I gotta move in that way if that's what I want to be in 10, 15, 20 years because that's what I respect. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love, um, you know, Allen Iverson and different people that I know that kept it real and was hanging out in strip clubs and me and all that. Mm-hmm. But then I have to look at somebody like Magic Johnson after he was, you know, a great basketball player. Now he's a great husband. Now he's right. a great father. Now he's a great, you know, mentor. Now he's a, he's, he's a great businessman. And I, and I watched this movie because I remember when he had the... Um, the uh, HIV? No, no, we don't do that. <laughs> the uh, the Magic Johnson uh, theaters yes. and the TGI Fridays like we didn't see the move then you know we were just going like oh, you're Magic Johnson but he was already making his moves and right. if you really think about Atlanta all the history that had happened in Vizzy's nightclub right so all the all the history that happened there he tore all that shit down and built you know uh, high rises so he he was powerful enough to come take our whole nightlife away and build high rises on that street and give them to his son. You know what I mean? So I look at things like that, and I go, man, like, to me, that's that's the American dream. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, I, I you know, I'm, I'm pretty cold at what I do. I think I'm in Charlemagne's top five, I know. So that, you, you got you got to be hard to be there. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, is that the only contribution I want to make to the world? I don't think so. Well, the album is out tomorrow. That's right. TM 104. TM 104. We appreciate you for joining us. Hey, man, I appreciate y'all for having me. Shouts out to Figures Wireless. Uh, shouts out to Defiance Fuel. Shouts out to New York City. Um, shouts out to AC99. Shouts out to The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it's The Breakfast Club. It's Jesus. Yes, sir. Let's get it. 
Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Good, Good morning. What's happening? I just got a fascinating-looking book in the mail. It's called Diamond Doris, The True Story of the World's Most Notorious Jewel Thief. It's a true story about Doris Payne. Mm. Where did she steal it from? Where did she steal a uh, diamond from? Uh, I don't know. I haven't read the book yet. I love these type of movies. Uh, uh, but it's books a true story. She looks very fabulous. Love these the stories. Way. Anyway, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Damon Dash. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Man, well, Damon Dash has weighed in on the controversy of Jay-Z doing a deal with the NFL and Rock Nation. And he doesn't seem to be happy about it. He was on the No Jumper podcast, and he was asked about what he thought about Jay-Z inking this deal with the NFL and the backlash he got. Check it out. Listen, if you ask anyone in the industry, it's a common knowledge that Jay ain't he, He's about the bag. You right. know, we all know that. It's about he's self-preserving, period. Like, you know, it's just that the people he does it to don't have, like, Beyonce next to him. They don't have that kind of a power. But, you know, this dude here, everyone's looking. You know, he do that to me with girls like you know he'll be like you know i'll be talking to a chick and i'll be like yo you should ask me to do this that and the third and he'd be like i wouldn't do it and then the next day he's wifed her and i'd be like oh that's some funny my dame said that that jay does that with him with girls like that was yesterday <laughs> he was like i was like 20 years ago i don't know but then he also goes on to talk about what happened with jermaine dupree there were rumors flying around mm-hmm. and we'll get to that also that jay-z told jermaine dupree not to do a similar deal and here's what he said about that we all know that. Y'all just mad he betrayed him. Why y'all not mad he betrayed everybody else? How many betrayals we talked about with Jay? This ain't the first one, but just the first one we talking about because the only one affected us. Mm. So for me, I'm like, big deal. He f***s everybody over. Jermaine Dupree's stupid for listening to him. That's, that's what I think. We all know Jay. So once he does what he did, how he did Rockefeller, why do you think he do anything else? Y'all ain't played play the clip where he called Jay a DJ? You know what? That's an interesting take from Dame Dash. What's wrong with being uh, a DJ? <laughs> but, but but just because Dame may feel like Jay did him a certain way doesn't mean he does other people like that. Like, everybody got a story about someone, right? So, I mean, look at all the people who have been around Hole for decades, like his real inner circle. They wouldn't say that about him, but Dame's experience was different. Mm-hmm. I also don't look at Hove doing a deal with the NFL as betrayal to Colin Kaepernick. They weren't friends. And with that said, Colin has friends who work in the league now, so are they betraying him? Like, I, think, I, I think Eric Reed said that Colin told him that he wanted him to keep his job, Right. I just don't. I just think it's all so confusing because I don't know whether people are boycotting the NFL or they don't want people to be a part of the NFL organization, but then they still want to play and they do play. It's just confusing to me. Well, Dame Dash's feeling seemed like that's that's out of hurt. That's out of that's out of his. He hurt. has, well, he has his own experience. Yeah, that's his own experience. Not positive yes. to him. <laughs> it has nothing to do with anything said. else but that. All right, but and let's said. let's talk about Jermaine Dupree though, because Jermaine Dupree actually spoke to Big Tigger, and there were these rumors that he had a conversation with Jay Z where he told him don't do this deal with the NFL, and then Jay Z went and did a deal with the. NFL. Here's what he said about those rumors. People was dogging me out for throwing concerts in Centennial Park. Not the Super Bowl. Right. Not halftime. Right. Not anything. So he and I had a conversation about that. And the conversation that we had was just, I, I was like, well, I, I just want to see where this is going. Because yeah. the reason I came up here today is to just make sure that I let everybody know he never told me, don't do what I was doing. Because I see a, lot, a bunch of people on all these things saying, J.D., how could you let that man talk you out of a deal? It was never nothing like that. All right. Well, this got to be a record for a story, though. This story had been yeah, going on for stop. like a week and a mm-hmm. half. And I then, thought this would have blown over by now. And then he posted a old post from the Atlanta Super Bowl. Welcome to the party. 
We are partnering with Atlanta's own Jermaine Dupree to produce all of the musical acts for Super Bowl Live, presented by Verizon, a 10-day free event hosted in Centennial Park leading up to Atlanta Super Bowl. So that was the Super Bowl in Atlanta, that organization for that particular event, saying what Jermaine Dupree was doing. He was producing all the musical acts for Super Bowl Live, presented by Verizon. So that's what that show was. It's just interesting to me how confirmation bias works. And in this new era of social media where anybody can make up any story at any given time, it's confirmation bias that fuels these BS stories. Like, if you got a negative opinion about Jay-Z, you'll run with the he told Jermaine Dupree not to do it story. But if you support Hove and his partnership with the NFL, you might run with the... The, the the ownership story, you know, but 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 here's the thing: you don't have to run with none of these stories. Let let let, let them be what they be. They're just stories. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. People need stuff to talk about, though. But Charlamagne, yeah. and, I mean, and, and, look, you did. They did a whole press conference. Of course, people are going to talk about it and weigh in on it. It is what. But no, it is. I'm talking about. I'm talking about all the stuff that comes out after the fact. I'm mm-hmm. talking about. Oh, he told Jermaine Dupree this. Uh, he owns a part of an NFL team. Like those are just stories. Like let's let them be what they be. They're stories. If they're true, people will find out. If they're not, people will find that out. Too. Too. I know right. it makes for good grits for the mill, but damn. All right, well, who are you giving your donkey to? You know, it's a Golden Girl summer. And I think the Golden Girls aren't being appreciated or respected out here in these streets. And I can't believe what the Fairfield, Connecticut police did to a Golden Girl and some of her Golden Boys. But we'll talk about it four after the hour. Now, Golden Girls meaning over the age of 65, right? Well, uh, over the age of forty means you're a golden girl. But uh, this this young this this young woman was eighty five years years old, young. Getting it popping. We'll, all right, we'll find out we'll about this next. About it. Wow. All right. Woo. All right. Donkey today's up next. Breakfast slow. Good morning. Charlemagne say the gang donkey other Charlemagne. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for donkey of the day. Donkey of the day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit it with the heat. Uh, yeah, it's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Well, donkey of the day for Thursday, August 22nd, goes to police in Fairfield, Connecticut. Now, listen to me. I understand rules are rules, and the law is the law. And when people break the law, they have to face the consequences, but sometimes... Just sometimes. I wish police would cut people more breaks. Like, if you see Snoop Dogg smoking weed, leave him alone. We all know Snoop smokes weed. He's not bothering anybody, so mind your business. In fact, someone like Snoop is making the world a better place because he's getting high and probably getting the other occupants of this planet high, so everybody is having a high good time. Okay, see, to me, that's the point of the police, to protect and to serve. All right, what does that mean? To me, it means that majority of us on this planet just want to have fun. We just want to be happy. We just want peace of mind. So when we have that peace of mind, when we are having said fun, your job as a police officer is to protect that energy, all right, to serve those of us who are living our best lives and not going back and forth with these niggas. All right, that is a police officer's job, protect and serve those of us having a good time. So, so I don't understand locking people up and stealing people's joy just because they're having a good time. And that's exactly what police in Fairfield, Connecticut did. Now, they arrested six people in a conservation area in Connecticut. Conservation is an area that is protected because of its, like, natural ecological value. So, like, a fly-wooded area, okay? Probably a little lake or river or something running through it. Nice green grass. Just a dope place to enjoy the great outdoors. And this, these six people who were arrested were outside. Okay, a lot of people outside this summer because, well, it's, it's one of those summers, all right? You got people having hot girl summers, city girl summers. But what we have forgotten about in the midst of all of this is the golden girls. See, you have to be a certain age 
age to be a hot girl or a city girl. If you're over 35 screaming hot girl, city girl, you're pushing it, but we'll let you live. But if you're 40 and up, you a golden girl. It is what it is. Go debate your little young-ass homegirls, your little young-ass nieces, and your little young-ass daughter who are secretly laughing at your old ass behind your back, okay? A back that is sore right now because you're trying to keep up with the hot girls this summer. You know what you are? An icy hot girl because that's what you're going to need to rub on your achy, breaky back after trying to be a hot girl all summer. But I understand... Mama got to have a life, too. Hell, Grandma got to have a life, too. And I don't like the fact that Fairfield, Connecticut police ruined somebody's Golden Girl summer. See, it's an 85-year-old woman named Joyce Butler. 85. That means her last 25 summers have been hot girl summers simply because of menopause. Now, I don't know exactly what this great-grandma was doing, but her, along with five men, were arrested and faced charges ranging from breach of peace to public indecency. See, authorities said the area was being uh, publicized on the Internet as an area for people to meet and have sex. All right, police set up surveillance in the area and observed several violations. Basically, they was having an old ass orgy in, in, in the park. All right, they was, you know, tapping that antique ass, slinging that prehistoric penis in the park. Elderly erotica. All right? Let's go to ABC 7 NYC for the report, please. Police in Connecticut arresting six people, including a pair in their 80s, for committing lewd and sexual activity in a public park area. The suspects included an 85-year-old woman and an 82-year-old man. Police say the suspects all were caught in the Grace Richardson Conservation Area in Fairfield. Police say the area is touted on the Internet as an area for people to meet up and have sex. Wow. Now, wow. I'm trying to figure this out because... Joyce Butler and Richard Butler, 85, 82, they sound like a couple. But then it's John, Charles, Otto, and Daniel. Was they all having sex with each other? Or was they all having sex with the one woman? I mean, listen, if you like getting trains ran on you in your teens and 20s, why would that change when you're 80, blind, crippled, or crazy? All right, uh, like Joyce Butler, 85, Richard Butler, 82, John Lennart, 62, Charles Ardito, 75, Otto Williams, 62, Daniel Dobbins, 67. Like, this is, if it is a train, it's not a modern train. This is the, the earliest railroads when it was horse-drawn carts on wooden tracks, all right? This, this train, they was running on Joyce, allegedly, or potentially. Uh, they, they took the same route that Harriet Tubman was taking to get the slaves to freedom, all right? They was passing by Harriet and them on the way waving, all right? I don't even know if they was running the train on Joyce, but we do know that all of these senior citizens were involved in lewd and sexual activity, and I don't understand why they were taken to jail. Why were they arrested? Fairfield, Connecticut police, all y'all had to do was break it up. All right? You didn't have to actually arrest them. For what? All they doing is enjoying their golden girl, golden boy summer. You should have hoped that when you get to that age, your sex drive is still so lit that you want to get it popping in the park, okay? When you get that age and you got to face retirement and loneliness, you would hope that you could find a group of old friends, literally old friends, to still go do lewd acts with in a park. All right, this is ageism. I think they took these old people in the jail just to be funny. Because nobody would believe this story if you just told them about it, all right? In order to get the rest of the force to really believe what you saw, you had to bring them in, okay? Now, all of them were released on promises to appear in court. You know how old you got to be to get released on a promise? Mm. Okay, all of them were released on promises to appear in court. But how can they promise that when they may die at any moment? All right, the one thing that's keeping them alive is probably these outdoor orgies. And you took that from them for what? Imagine if that was your grandmother or granddaddy or great-grandmother or great-granddaddy. Would you want them locked up just for having a good time? Well, treat these forever old freaks with the same respect. 
Please give Fairfield, Connecticut the sweet sound. Please give the Fairfield, Connecticut Police Department the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. You are the donkey of the day. All right. I'm really, I'm really trying to figure this out, though. Was they running a train on Joyce, or was Joyce and her husband getting it popping, and then the other four men were, like, in couples getting it popping with each other? We may never know. Yeah. <laughs> That could be that could be like a, a good porno though. Somebody no called Bang Bros. <laughs> Eighty five yes. years old, Bruh, You no, telling bro. me you, you telling me you wouldn't watch Gay and Gray? No. You wouldn't watch that? No. Oh. Would you? Gray's anatomy. The no. Anatomy of an elderly freak. No. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Up I next. Ask ye, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, hit ye now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Come on. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice? Call up now for Ask Ye. Keep it real. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Jerry. Hey, Jerry. What's your uh, question for Yee? <laughs> I met a woman some years ago, like uh, over 14 years ago, and uh, I was in the Caribbean. I met her. We was in love to the point where I had came back to you. I was going back and forth to the Caribbean for about two years. When I um, came back to the United States, I told her before I left the Caribbean, I'm going to the United States. I hired a lawyer to get her paperwork to come come with me because she was Dominican to get her visa. When I came back to the island, she was gone. Come to find out probably about three months ago, she was pregnant and she left the island. She left. uh, I was in uh, St. Kitts. Mm -hmm. She went back to Santa Domingo. To have the baby, I didn't know she was pregnant when I left, and I just found out she had the child. Okay. Um, so this could this could potentially though. this could potentially be your child. Well, <clears throat> I know it's my child because she has a rare disease. I have a rare um, hereditary disease, and she has the same disease. It's like one in seven hundred thousand people that could possibly have it, and because she has the rare disease, they had an humanitarian. Um, Visa, she's in Philadelphia right now. Okay. And I found all this out. Like, I've been looking for this woman for years. But she doesn't want to be with you because she could have easily been with you if she wanted to. No, she wants to be with me. So she what's left the... the island because she was pregnant. Mm, but she didn't tell you? No, I, we lost touch. When I uh, went down oh, there, her boy. phone number had changed. Um, and this was DR, right? So... So she changed her phone number, but you and she had your information, but you think she wanted to to be with you. Well, my information changed too. What I'm saying, I've been talking oh. to her for the last three months now. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So this is a girl you met in the DR? Yeah, no, I met her in, in St. Kitts. Kitts, and she she's, was, she's she's from, from DR. DR. So what is it that you want? Yeah, he's what's married your, too. By the way, question? he didn't tell you that. Yeah, he's married. What's your question? <laughs> and he wants to leave his wife for this I'm... chick he doesn't know. Yeah, I don't know if he told you that part. I'm just, you know, this is somebody that I would leave my wife for. You don't even know her. You haven't even been around here in 13 years. 
You don't understand. When I when we met, we was together for two years. When I when we met, she spoke no English, and I spoke very little Spanish. Oh my goodness! Now I speak Spanish, and she speaks English because we were together like that. Let me ask you a question. So, okay. you've been trying to reach her, but you can't. No, I've been taught. I, I found her. Okay, so what's and going? We've been talking since. Mm-hmm. The reason why I'm having conflict because I told you that my child has a rare disease and it's almost terminal. Like she's gonna be here tomorrow. You need to to talk to you. I've been trying to talk to you for about three weeks. Okay, I just want to say a couple of things here. Number one, if you think this is your child, you should definitely at least get a paternity test to find out if this is indeed your child. I know you feel very confident that, that it is your child, but do that. Number two, you need to talk to your wife. Do you love your wife? I mean, I can't, I can't even answer that anymore. You need to let your wife know because it. it's really not fair to her that you might potentially have a child that you, from 13 years ago. Oh, no, 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 no. I told her about the child. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not cut like that. If there's a potential child, I'm going to tell her because this was before her. Okay. And I just want to say that you don't really know this woman anymore. Yeah, I guess you could say that. So I don't know about putting my everything and throwing it all away for a woman that I don't even really know. Plus, you also don't even know if that's your child for sure or not. I know you feel like you know, but you don't. Mm-hmm. So let's get these logistics out of the way. Let's get the paternity test, find out if that's your child, and then you don't even know this woman. So for you to feel like mm-hmm. you would leave your wife for her, it sounds like you have a whole separate set of issues with your wife. Like you're not in love with oh, your absolutely. wife anymore, and that's not who you want to be with. I think you need to deal with these things separately. You shouldn't leave your wife for somebody else. You should leave your wife because you're not in love with her anymore. You don't want to be with her, and you guys have had that conversation. At least be fair in that. Oh, I've had that conversation. Okay, so <laughs> once you get that disentangled, because that's very messy, deal with what's at home right now. Find out if that's your child, and then... Mm-hmm. If you decide to do that and she wants to do it, then you can learn and have a relationship with this other woman who you feel like you don't even know her right now. You know her from what she used to be like. You guys have been speaking, mm-hmm. but you barely know her. Mm-hmm. By the way, I, I know I, I know a couple of people have heard the stories that went to DR and those places and, and try to find a woman and try to marry. And then when they got back, it wasn't it wasn't the same, bro. Well, they were in St. Kitts. Yeah. They met in St. Kitts. Yeah, I wasn't. It wasn't like. What was you doing in St. Like Kitts? You trying to get me indicted? Okay. All right. Oh, so she was doing something illegal in St. Kitts. And you about to risk it all for somebody doing something illegal in St. Kitts? So just handle your business. You bugging, bro. Listen, there's steps to this. Handle your business. You don't leave somebody for somebody else. You leave your wife because it's not working out. Y'all mutually have agreed on that. That's fine. You guys deal with that. These are separate issues. Well, I mean, it's a little deeper. It's a little deeper than that, you know. For me to even reach out to try to find this girl, you know, I've been trying to find her for a long time, and it's a little deeper than you think. Because, like I said, my my child, well, my potential child has a terminal illness. Right. You got to remember, I have a terminal illness as well. Okay. So you know, um, you know, I've been going through some personal things myself. My kidneys are, have failed, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to de- debate if I want to go on dialysis or not. Okay. Well, I and, just and you know it just makes it a whole lot harder when you don't have a support system. I get you. So you don't feel like your wife is supportive of you and and loving hey, you. When enough. you got to take a when you got to take a Uber to a doctor's appointment <laughs> because your wife don't want to take you. Well, maybe your wife was working. I'm sorry to hear that though. That's awful. She he has a terminal illness, Envy. I mean, maybe his wife couldn't get off work. We don't know. He's leaving his wife for uh, somebody he met in the deal that was selling drugs. We don't know that. We're giving him advice. Okay. 
Okay, so I think work on your relationship with your wife if you feel wait, like that. Wait, 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 wait. Nobody said anything about drugs. You said illegal. <laughs> so what was she doing illegally? I didn't say illegal. I said, do you want me to get indicted? Okay. All right. Well, best of luck to you, <laughs> sir. But I'm just telling you, just take those steps, separate those things, take care of yourself. Yeah, thank you. you. Take care of yourself. Where you? Where you calling from? <laughs> Trying to get him indicted every day. Have a good day, man. <laughs> He's got to go. Day. All right, man. Have a good one. Yeah. Jeez. Lot going on. <laughs> Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need uh, Angela Yee's advice, call her now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Dan. Hey, good morning. It's Dan. <laughs> That's what she said. I What's know. your question for you, bro? Hey, what's going on? Good morning, good morning, Angela, Charlemagne, DJ Envy, good morning. Good morning, good morning. Dan. What's your question? I, I got a question for you, Yee. Uh-huh. What can I do to make you smile? Do to make you proud? If you sit in the bar high, then I go to Insta Mile. You amazing. Eyes kind of slanted because you're Asian. Red and black dress out of closet for this occasion. Pull up to the scene and your presence is built. Because you a well-wrapped gift. Your presence is built. Ain't no lacking when it comes to your heart, only the best. Ain't no slacking if you want with your partner, nevertheless. I'm just trying to get you home alone, sit off the phone. Take a shot, drink some wine, come on, ye, grown. And come and let me grip on your thighs, look in your eyes. We can listen to some Lucas, come on, ye, the vibe. Rose petals cover the bed, even the floor. Got your bath water running, perfume, candles, and more. I'll be damned if I'm going to bed alone tonight. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just trying to get you home tonight. So, hey. what, so what's your question for ye? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> what's your question for ye, bro? I um. missed it. <laughs> Did you hear all those questions? No, no. You, you okay. have a question for you? I love our listeners, boy. I heard something about something dripping on me. I don't know what that was. So you didn't hear that those balls? Nope. No, but I hear you giggling right now. All right. No, we're going to play it back, though. Trust me. Uh, okay. <laughs> let's do a real question now. Okay. Let's, let's do line three. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Jamie. I'm hey. supposed to be anonymous, but hey, I just said my name. Hey, okay. Jamie, you're not okay. rapping, right? Okay, anonymous. You have a question for Yee? I do. Hi, Hi, Charlamagne. Hi, guys. Hey. I can't believe I'm on the phone with you because I listen every morning. Thank you guys so much for just bringing smiles and laughter and joy to this, like, crazy world. Um, I'm a Brooklyn girl. I got two boyfriends, and I want boyfriend number two to be boyfriend number one. Okay. So that's my... Well, you got two boyfriends. So one, I do. And Charlamagne... Really, you want to call people over 34 golden girls? Oh, a couple of my friends texted me like, I'm definitely not a golden girl, but you know. I'm th I just turned 38 years young two weeks ago. Shout out to me, and I am living my best life. So whatever. And that would make him a golden girl as well. Exactly. <laughs> you a golden girl, Charlotte. Yo, yo. All right, so what's your question? Uh, Anonymous. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, number one lives in Florida. He's older. <clears throat> I love him. The D is amazing. He's great, but he's in Florida. But I met number two, and he's great. He lives here in the city with me. But he knows I'm moving actually to Charlotte, North Carolina. Wait, wait, wait. So your boyfriend lives in Florida, but you have another boyfriend that lives with you. Well, he lives in, in, in the New York area. Okay. Where I am. Okay. So, yeah, and he knows about number one, but number one don't know about number two. I always keep it that way. Okay. But Good for you. Um, Thank you. But number two, I'm just like, he knows that I'm moving, and I think that he's pushing away from me because he knows I'm going. But 
it's just Charlotte, and I'm going out there to make some more bread, so... I'm going to tell you this. Your second boyfriend who lives here, probably also because he knows you have a main boyfriend, thinks, well, she ain't really ish anyway. I'm having a good time with her. He he probably doesn't trust you because he's already the side piece. And so he probably thinks if she'll do it to him, she'll do it to me, especially if you move away. So I think... um, he I can't might. believe that I really didn't even think about that. <laughs> you don't get tired? You don't get tired running back and forth? Nah, son. Um, the Florida duty <laughs> comes here once a month. You know she's from Brooklyn. Then, yeah, I, um, I got Brooklyn tested. Nah, son. <laughs> no, I work. Look, look, I'm a golden girl, Charlotte, and we get up, we get it popping. No, are you are you like a sugar mama? Are you paying for something or no? Nothing. <laughs> Her boyfriend in Florida is older. Okay. But, yeah, so I would I would guess that your boyfriend here sees how you move and how you operate and how you lie to your main man and probably doesn't feel comfortable. But see, the thing is, I don't lie to main man. Main man number one is like, yo, I know you young out here in these streets, like, go have fun. But I'm like, no, baby, it's you. So that is lying. So you lying. <laughs> you just lied to me and then told on yourself. You're a good liar. I did. Right. Listen, no, baby, it doesn't even sound like you need to have a boyfriend. Oh, maybe that's it. So why not figure out what happens when you move? You don't got to make a decision or a choice right now. You move to Charlotte as a single woman and be free to do whatever you want. If you feel like staying with your boyfriend in Florida, you will. If you feel like keeping the boyfriend in Harlem, you will. But I think you need to break up with your boyfriend because you're already cheating on him. He's already not your first choice. The first thing you said was you want your second choice to be your first choice. So maybe first choice doesn't deserve that spot. Yeah, you the bomb. Thanks, guys. All right, single girl. I'm living my hot girl 2020-2019. I knew you was going to say that. Finish out that summer, girl. Bye, y'all. Bye-bye. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, you can hit Yee. Now we got rumors on the way. Yes, let's talk about Young Thug. He doesn't do many interviews, and he was on with Big Boy, and we got some of those highlights. All right. We'll get to that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Rumor report, rumor report. This is the rumor report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, let's talk about the Forbes list of highest paid actors of 2019. Who, if I ask you, I know you're going to be able to guess. I was going to say, who do you think is number one on that list? On the Forbes list? For highest paid actors with $89.4 million. The Rock. Yes. How'd you know that? I mean, he's in every huge movie that the kids love right now. Now, who else do you think is on that list? Uh, Top three? I know top ten, I would think maybe Kevin Hart's top ten. Uh, nope. He Kevin didn't Hart. get to the top ten. Will Smith is number ten, though, on that list. Really? Mm-hmm. What's, uh, yeah, I guess he did Aladdin. Uh, what else? Bradley what else Cooper's on the list as well at $57 million. Don't know who that is. You don't know who Bradley Cooper is? No. From Hangover and from... Oh, that's the, the guy that's a doctor? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, I know who And the movie with Lady Gaga, uh, Star is Born? I didn't see that one. All right. Uh, also, Chris Hemsworth is number two on that list. Robert Downey Jr. is number three. Okay. FYI. All right, now... Black youngster. He is looking to marry a very lucky couple. So if you are about to get married, Black youngster wants to marry you. And you know why? He is an ordained minister. So What do you mean? He can marry you. He's an ordained minister. He's got his... He paid for that? 
Yeah, I'm sh- yes, he did. You could just pay to be an all-day minister? No, I think you have to go through training. He didn't go through no damn training. Why would you say that? And why would you use the word damn when we're talking about black youngster who's an ordained minister? Okay, you're right. But here's, uh, he posted, I'm ordained, bitch. In 90 days, <laughs> I'm picking one couple to marry and pay for your wedding. Post on Twitter why I should pick you. And make sure you include hashtag church on Sunday on your post so I can find you. Listen See? to this. Oh, my God. Look, I'm a minister now. Y'all thought I was bull- I'm not, I swear to God, I want, I want bull****. When I told y'all I was this serious, no bull****. So now that I can marry someone, I need y'all to put, like, um, your lies together, your truth together, and give me a real story and tell me why should I marry you, why should I pick you. But you have to put pound church on Sunday in order for me to see it. You can be old, young, whatever, like, just as long as you love the person you with, you know? And, 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 and it's rules. You can't marry a whore. There's what? <laughs> rules. 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 Yeah, shout out to Black Youngster. That guy never ceases to amaze me. <laughs> I don't know if I would go. I'd let him marry me. I don't know about that one. He was our most frequent guest on Lip Service, mm. Black Youngster. Shout out to Black Youngster. He's like our co-host. <laughs> All right, now let's talk about Young Thug. You know, he doesn't do a lot of interviews, and he was on Big Boy's Neighborhood yesterday, and he discussed a lot of things. There's this ongoing situation with YF and Lucci. Sometimes I just like to have fun. It's no, it's no hard feelings. I hope he get richer than me. Take care of his family for life. I have no problem with nobody. We had problems before where we done disagreed on, but it's not a problem to where it's like, oh, I hope he die or mm-hmm. like, hell no. We just have fun with it. I don't know if he feels like Right, right. <laughs> I don't but, know if it seemed fun. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he would say it wasn't fun, you know, in the press. So that, that's what he's supposed fun. to say. Uh, also, he speaks on Rich Homie Quan and they're falling out. No, we don't have no problem. Like, I don't think we can be like how we used to be. He already just did some bull****. He already know my heart, so it's like, I'm, I forgive. I always forgive. If I kill a person, I pray to God, God that he forgive me. You know how people want more music, and we, people want to put y'all together. Wow. You don't see that happening. No. It's more personal simple. as opposed to... Yeah, it's nothing about music. It's 100% personal. Like, this was my brother. Now it's like, man, you probably can't never get the blessing of having me on a song, and I can never get the blessing of having you on the song again. Jeez, wow. Young Thug said, if I kill somebody, I'm just going to pray and hopefully everything goes goes away. All right. He also talked about him and Lil Wayne and how they've never gotten along at all. I don't think they like me. <laughs> Maybe, I think it's because he's just been with Birdman his whole life and he's just so spoiled to the point where it's like he's really spoiled. He's been he's been a millionaire. He's been a superstar since he was nine years old. Mm-hmm. So he don't know nothing but his way. Mm-hmm. The first thing that don't go his way, it, it's probably, it probably don't, have, it, it don't have nothing in the world to do with me. All right, and Young Thug also talked about the rumors. Did you know there were rumors that he's gay just because he wears dresses sometimes? But if you listen to his album, he wears that dress so that he can hide the stick. The people what? judge me, and people people say gay, but it's like it, at one point I probably had more. Hope, I probably you know what I'm saying like yeah, it was, it's serious. I'm definitely sure you, you had <laughs> yeah, more than me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like if people think that I'm gay, they already misjudged. I'm the straightest man in the world. You said to hide the stick. Yeah, a gun, envy. There's not a other clothes you could wear besides a dress to hide the gun? Uh, it's the song Just How It Is, if you guys listen to that. He wears a dress because I had a stick. Okay. Had to wear the dress because I had a stick. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, what did you think I meant when I said the stick? I don't know what you meant. I, I'm, I'm confused. Pull up with the stick. Okay. All right. Well. Anyway, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your <laughs> rumor report. I can't wait. Uh, is Young Thug coming up here? He was supposed to come up here. Is he coming up here? I can't wait to meet him. Well, if he's wearing a dress, I'm nervous. <laughs> you know he's hiding a stick. Oh, my goodness. All right. Revolt, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in. And don't forget, after the mix, we're going to kick it with Dave, May, uh, Dave Mays and 
Congressman Khalif Rainey. From a Milwaukee. councilman from Milwaukee, yeah. So we'll talk to them when we come back to Don't Move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building. Yes, sir. We have Dave Mays, who... Uh, he uh, talked about the source cover that we're that we're Come on, on right man, now. give Dave his credit. He's the founder of the founder Source magazine. Founder of the Source magazine. Okay, and co-founder of Hip Hop Weekly. Absolutely. Sure. Dave is a. Uh, you got to give Dave. If you if you being accurate with hip hop history, Dave is a legend. We got to give him. His, he is his, a legend. Got to give him his stripes. Absolutely. When it comes to hip hop, absolutely. He's created the Source magazine, which was a staple, and it's still a staple. And we have Khalif Rainey here. Indeed. Councilman from Milwaukee. Yes, sir. Now, explain what you what you guys are, are here for and what you're trying to do for Milwaukee. Well, um, earlier this year, I was contacted by Alderman Rainey. Uh, he was telling me about his concept for the Hip Hop Week, mm-hmm. and I got really excited about it for a, a number of reasons. I mean, it's the first city in America to ever create a week uh, actually officially backed by the city devoted to hip hop, the culture, celebration, but also uh, as far as demonstrating how hip hop can be a force in the community. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that hip-hop kind of got away from. It was part of our DNA as the movement and the culture grew uh, in the 80s and the 90s, and we kind of got away from that. And, and his vision to bring it back, I think, is really powerful. And then he could tell you a little bit more about the city of Milwaukee and why that's such an interesting place uh, to do something like this because of statistically, you know, there's a lot of things about Milwaukee that people don't don't realize. You don't hear about a lot in the conversation, but it's... Uh, you know, pretty much one of the worst cities for black people in America by far on every statistic that you could, uh, you know, measure. Yeah, it's one of the most segregated cities, right? It's one of the most segregated. Um, I saw Angela Ryan on the show not too long ago. She discussed uh, we have the highest incarceration rate of African-American men in the country. That's actually in the zip code in which I represent. Wow. We have one of the largest disparities between income between the white family and the black family, uh, educational gap between the black student and the white student. So when you talk about you know, government, you often hear that cliche about let's meet people where they're at. Mm-hmm. And that's really what we're doing with this platform. I notice a bunch of people in the community who are apolitical, who are disenchanted with government. So what I'm trying to do is take the platform of hip hop and engage them in conversations about their health, about their finances. DJ Envy, who'll be coming out to do a, a workshop on real estate investing and financial endeavors that we could partake in. So we're really just taking the platform beyond celebrating the culture. We want we want to put the medicine in the peanut butter, so to speak, mm-hmm. and get people to think differently about, you know, saying those those issues. Why did you feel like a, a, a movement like hip hop? You know, hip hop week was the first course of action that needed to be taken for these, you know, things like segregation and incarceration. Why that? Well, you know, honestly, you know, I just really wanted to kick it for a week. You know, what I mean, I saw Fashion <laughs> Week going on, I saw all these, and I was like, man, let's, we need a hip hop week, right? Word. And then my wife was like, yo, you gotta, you gotta make sense of it, right? And when I really started looking at it, the parity between, you know, finances. You know, hip-hop is all about talking about our money, how to get our money right. You know, and I saw uh, What the Health by Quincy Jones III, and I saw different personalities within hip-hop that really made me think twice about, you know, my health. Before that, it really didn't resonate. Mm -hmm. You know, so for me personally, I think that it just makes those conversations more palatable for our generation and for our community. So this is year two. Last year, we had uh, Cool Hurt. He came out. We had Ghostface. Uh, we had a bunch of uh, personalities that really created a lot of excitement in the city because Milwaukee's not really a city that's known for hip-hop. I love Milwaukee, man. Yeah, I saw Bailey Coleman was mentioned in your, your book. Shout out to Bailey, Bailey Coleman. Yeah, Bailey Coleman. Absolutely. I don't know, I, I, I've always had some great times in Milwaukee. Like, yeah. I actually filmed, I was out there filming Catfish for like a week. 
Yeah, I remember that episode. Yeah, and we was in the club. I just, I don't know. <laughs> that was, was, that was like one of the best episodes, too. Or, I love that episode. And you'll be back on the 12th, right, with Styles P for the, the mental health fair with Yes. Yeah, yeah. Boom. I am. And then, yeah, you know, uh, Dave Mays called, and he reached out and was like, he told me what he was doing. And, you know, a lot of times we don't get a chance to get to Milwaukee. It's one right. of those markets. It's a smaller market. But it's like, it, it's so it's so many of us there. Absolutely. So when he called and said, let's do this financial literacy class and talk about real estate and help some of the brothers out there that might not know the way in. Because most people, when they hear real estate, they think they need a lot of money to put Absolutely. down. or But it's, it's, it's there's so many different ways and so many different grants and so many different ways around getting. But Milwaukee's also a market where the prices of houses are so cheap mm-hmm. that you can actually purchase something and rent it out. Like, you know... Real estate in Milwaukee, what is it going for a roughly ballpark for a, a one family in a decent area? I mean, it all depends. And and that's one of the missions of Hip Hop Week. So as a common council member, we, we come to possession of properties that that become uh, the cities as a result of property tax foreclosure. City owned. Yeah, so I want to bring those city departments, whether it's the health department, whether it's the real estate department, the Office of Violence Prevention. I'm trying to bring those agencies to the table and really make the community engage with them. So, I mean, the city of Milwaukee right now, we're under undergoing somewhat of a renaissance with the, the building of the Fiserv Forum. Mm-hmm. I know you guys saw the Bucks almost make it to the, mm-hmm. to the championship. We was close. You know, but in some areas, you know, there's issues of gentrification, like many other places in the, in the country. Um, but then we also have our challenge in distressed neighborhoods where you can get some property at a very, a very uh, small amount. And I can show you those opportunities when you come to the city as well. Yeah, that, My mortgage that's, lender that's just told about. me last week that Milwaukee's a great place to invest. Absolutely. Just it's last a great, week. great place on the Great Lake. Mm-hmm. I would love to do it like kind of like what Detroit did for, you know, people who live in that area. They give them to them for a, a way cheaper price. So that way they just have to fix it up to start rebuilding Milwaukee. Absolutely. And that's what, that's what we'll talk about in some of that stuff. And, and I would love that list to possibly give to some of the people that come to that seminar, come to that workshop so they can start looking and, preparing for themselves to start buying up Milwaukee, you know? I know, my, I know my colleagues would love to say, you know, DJ Envy is invested in my district. That mm-hmm. brings a lot of cash shade to the city. Mm-hmm. And Milwaukee was the first uh, V100, V100.7? Mm-hmm. First station to syndicate the Breakfast Club. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah. First station. Uh, yep. Salute to Bailey. Shout out to Bailey. Yeah. Yeah. Very, the yeah. very first station to syndicate mm-hmm. the Breakfast Club. What are some other events that are going to be happening during that week? So beyond DJ Envy coming to join us at G's Clippers to discuss uh, financial literacy, and we also have Scarface, who's mm-hmm. running for Common Council in the city of Houston. My guy, face. Yes, indeed. He's going to be, he's going to explain the nexus between politics and hip-hop. You know, we're rapping about criminal justice reform, but how do we really take it to the next level and start supporting candidates who reflect the things that we want to see within government and, and really change our country? Now, how are you connecting with the younger generation with that, though? Because I love Scarface. I love right, Stickman right, and Dead right. Press, but I'm 41. Yeah, we got we got a bunch of activities that's really been um, taken off taken on by the community. Mm-hmm. You know, Washington Park Wednesdays, we got a, a bunch of events. With just the Umbrella Hip Hop Week alone made the community excited and want to get involved. So we got a, ver- a variety of offerings that's going to speak to the young and the old. We, we also have artists like Megan Thee Stallion and Kevin Gates involved as part, oh, okay. of, part of the Hip Hop mm-hmm. Museum pop-up that I'm doing out there. We have three nights of uh, big events. Uh, Megan is the opening night. And, you know, she's I really like her because she's one of these young artists that actually does have something to say when it comes to issues, particularly she's been speaking out a lot about environmental uh, issues and the uh, the beach cleanup that she did and mm-hmm. things of that nature. Yeah, y'all should be leading with the Megan Thee Stallion. Uh, yeah. That should be on the front of the flyer. And you guys have an event for women also, right? <laughs> yeah, we have a uh, Women of Hip Hop uh, event taking place at the Marcus Performing Arts Center. Mm-hmm. A bunch of local artists will be, you know, replicating those songs that we love. It's called oh, Ladies exciting. First. Absolutely. Yeah, and the whole the whole purpose is to try to 
figure out how do we bridge and connect the older and the younger generations because to me that's one of the biggest challenges and, and obstacles we have is that we've become divided and you know by forces that have sort of separated us and um, if we can figure out how to connect uh, back together we could be really powerful in particular with the uh, Hip Hop Goes to the Poles event uh, which is on Saturday at the Wisconsin Black Historical Society so it's Scarface and the Lieutenant Governor of the state of Wisconsin Mandela Barnes who's first black man ever to hold that position in that state but when you look at the demographics of 18 to 55 year olds in uh, america that represents over 60 percent of the electorate uh in next year's election mm. and if you think about people between 18 and 55 it's easily the majority the vast majority have grown up on hip-hop listening to the music but also being influenced by the culture so there's an undercurrent of between those that 60 percent of america that all share a certain perspective based on, you know, the, the influence of hip-hop. And if we can get that current going, I mean, think of the power uh, that that 60% demographic holds and all the people that love hip-hop. If we got together and stood up for the issues that we want, I mean, basically, my, my slogan is, uh, you know, the hip-hop nation holds the trump card in 2020, if we can get organized. Or, well, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, give them information on how, if they want to be involved, or if they want to get involved, sponsor, or attend the events, how they can do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, we yeah. got the website, hiphopweekmke.com. You can go check out the schedule of, of everything going on. Uh, all the events that I'm doing are at the Rave. Uh, so you can go to the rave.com if you want to come out to the Megan Thee Stallion, Kevin Gates, the Hip Hop Legacy Awards, or to see the Hip Hop Museum. Um, you know, that's an incredible experience. Okay. Well, it's Dave Mays, it's Khalif Rainey, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, um, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Yeah, I just want to quote some scripture this morning. Uh, I just want to quote Luke 137, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's a scripture about faith, right? It's just a little bar you need to remember about faith, okay? Faith, it doesn't make things easy. It makes them possible. Breakfast Club, bitches! Are y'all finished or y'all done? 